The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. Darkimaginings.com For the deepest, darkest clues, to the backwoods swamp where we hit the bottom, for the inside of your casket, to the fears lying deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. Vinny Grosso from Mark Mortis in Killen, Alabama, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Sue Gray from Longview, Texas with Greystone Haunted Manor. I am now listening to The Big Scary Show. Hey, 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 this is John LaFlamboy of Zombie Army Productions, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Kenton Baird from Nightmare in the Country Screen Park in Woodward, Oklahoma, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hey, this is Scholar Donahue from uh, Screaming Banshee Studios, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is David Russell from uh, Pelham, Alabama, Warehouse 31, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Brandon from Cata Silvis in Nashville, Tennessee. And you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Zach Davis from Hangman's House of Horrors in Fort Worth, Texas. And you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hey, this is Brian Debsky with Debsky Creations. I'm at Transworld in St. Louis. You're listening to The Big Scary Show. You've tuned into Big Scary Show, episode 237. And guess what, everyone? We're going back to Transworld. That's right, things are starting to get back to normal. There's an actual convention that you can actually attend to, and, well, Transworld. So, we got the big, expanded, super edition show for you this time. There'll be no roundtable of terror, because we have so many awesome Transworld interviews to bring to you. But first, Badger's going to have your deadline news, so you can stay in the know with everything going on with the industry. And, um, Meat Hook Jim's going to go between the corpses and head off to Peru. Oh, the llamas! The llamas! I'll tell you about the music and a special, special treat that Jerry Vane has for us in just a moment. But let me tell you about all these amazing interviews for Transworld. That's right, we're going to talk to Alan Hops, Brian Dempsey, Dick Terhune, uh, Marius Bryant, uh, Steve Kochi, Yvonne Caron, and that's right, John LaFlamboy of Zombie Army. All these amazing surprises 
all the Transworld coverage because it's been a while and we're going back to Transworld. I'll have a haunt minute and talk to you about some of the innovations going on in Japan as we get ready for the Olympics and what weirdness we're going to see. Now, I did say something about Jerry Vane and the awesome music that he always pulls up for the show. Well, this one is no exception. You know, we're going to have an interview with Ed Douglas, so that means we got some Midnight Syndicate surprises. And... There could be a live track uh, premiering. Ooh, maybe a Midnight Syndicate surprise? You're going to have to tune in and find out. All kinds of wonderful surprises on this Big Scary Show, episode 237, The Return to Transworld. From H.G. Wells, history's most credible prophet, now comes his most incredible story, Empire of the Ants, a terrifying tale of civilization fighting for survival against armies of giant ants ten feet tall who control the human population by drugging them into submission. H.G. Wells, Empire of the Ants, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. They shall inherit the earth sooner than you think. The Midwest Haunters Convention is back for 2021 in a brand new location. They'll be at the Wisconsin Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, June 26th and 27th. Don't forget the pre-show bus tour on June 25th, going to three of Wisconsin's scariest haunted houses. The Abandoned Haunted House, Green Bay Fear, and Terror on the Fox. MHC is open to all Halloween enthusiasts, actors, home and pro haunters, Don't forget their great classes and educational seminars and one of the best costume balls in the world. Visit MidwestHauntersConvention.com for tickets and more info. Hello everyone, Drew Badger here live in Transworld in St. Louis for the Big Scary Show. And a few weeks ago we had this gentleman along with his partner on the uh, Round Table of Terror talking about some very exciting news that... Midnight Syndicate is putting out this year. Ed Douglas, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. It's been way too long. It has been. Seeing you in person is outstanding. Seeing everybody here at Transworld in person has been really great, right? It's it's almost normal again. You know, everyone's wearing masks and sanitizing and trying to stay social distance. But it is nice that the conventions are back, it seems like. And, and a lot of people are, I'm seeing a lot of people walking around with props. And I, I've seen a lot of people carrying around your music and stuff. So that's great. No, it's been a fantastic show. And we're just starting. So, yeah, really, really wonderful. So speaking of music, yes. a few weeks ago you and Gavin were on the show and you had teased us about maybe some new music coming out this year. And it looks like that's probably going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, the uh, live album, uh, Midnight Syndicate's first live album ever. Uh, is going to be coming out on June 11th. We've established that date now. So uh, if you happen to be on Spotify and you want to make sure that you're following us, you'll be uh, alerted when that comes out. So it's a great way of, uh, of finding out about that or following us on YouTube or Facebook. But um, additionally, some we're very excited, the first music video from the live album is coming out this week. And, uh, yeah, it just got finished. I'm really happy with how it, it turned out. Andy did an awesome job. So, um, again... What, we do, what we're doing is we're doing one music video for each of the four years we did the show at Cedar Point. So uh, people can not only hear the music from that show on the live album, but you can actually watch these videos and get a taste of what, our, what we've been doing with this live show uh, over the past couple of years. 
Um, the one that's coming up now is the 2018 show, which is one of my favorites. So uh, we're really excited about that. And that's coming out this week. And um, we are going to have more new music coming out, I think, late August. But we... We're still not determined exactly when that's uh, when when that's going to happen. But. Of course, 2018 was the one year I didn't. Get to yeah. see. You no, didn't I, see. I believe Jerry and Jim may have Jerry. I know got to go see that. So you know, he said it was a great show and everything. Yeah. So when are you going to do 14 and 17 and 19 videos? So I think we're going to do in the next uh, couple of weeks. We'll do uh, 2017s and then. Uh, Oh, at least every, once every month we'll be releasing the other two. So oh, very nice. keep just keeping the uh, new uh, content and, and new music uh, for folks all this year. We have plans uh, taking us right through the end of the year. So people just stay tuned uh, on our website and Facebook and all that good stuff. Uh, they're in for uh, some hopefully cool stuff. So the best thing to do right now is to just follow you on the social medias and on Spotify Yeah, in you, order to get notified. Yeah, the one thing is if you do listen to Spotify and you follow us and you sign up for uh, notifications, uh, the second the live album comes out, uh, the second any other new music comes out, uh, you'll immediately be notified. It's pretty cool. Oh, neat. And, of course, they can order that off of MidnightSyndicate.com? And, yes, and it'll be available on iTunes Music and Alexa. And, of course, we'll have it on the YouTube channel as well. Excellent. Ed Douglas, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. It's been way too long. And uh, haven't heard anything about Cedar Point yet, but maybe some point. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll I, hear. I have a feeling that, like, sometime in June or so, we'll, we'll, we'll know kind of where, where okay. we're at. It's all dependent on COVID. Of course. Things go. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, we hope you'll let us know when that happens so we can get it out there. So, once again, folks, follow MidnightSyndicate.com on Spotify, and you'll be notified when the new live album comes out. The instant it comes out, Ed Douglas, thanks for uh, taking the time to speak to us here at Trans World in St. Louis. My name's Drew Badger. We're out. Midnight Syndicate. Midnight Syndicate. Into the Valley of Shadows Live. Exclusively on the Big Scary Show.
haunted world of Frightvine and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunt attractions as Frightvine brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to Frightvine.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Frightvine will make in your haunt listing. Hello everyone, Drew Badger here. We are live in St. Louis at Transworld, hanging out with all the cool kids. They don't get much cooler than the zombie army out of Chicago. We've got the leader here, as they say, John LaFlamboy. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for stopping by the booth. Looks like you got a lot of stuff going on here, all the zombie army production merchandise and cool stuff you got here. But you got something new this year. I've never seen this. I mean, you know, I assume that other people have, but tell us what this go ghost hunting thing is you've got here. Right. So, yeah, I mean, most people know us at the trade show is selling big stuff or consulting on haunted houses or selling our T-shirts. Uh, but what we're here today to do is actually to introduce a new product to the haunted house industry at large. Uh, it's called Go Ghost Hunting. It is a AR-based app, a game. Uh, if you would, think of Pokemon Go with ghosts. Ooh, and what I'm we've, intrigued. And what we've done is we've taken that same technology, that AR technology, and we built a nice simple game for every haunted house across America that you could drop in your queue line, drop in your haunted house, or drop as an after, a, a, an extra attraction at your haunted house. So the way Go Ghost Hunting works is that the customer will show up, and let's, let's talk about the queue line. We'll talk about the queue line because every one of us has a queue line. Every one of us struggles for great queue line entertainment, and every one of us struggles with the cost uh-huh. of putting all those actors out there and all those things out there to entertain people. So sure. what we've done is with this Bluetooth technology, our customers will simply scan a QR code. They will give us their email. Bing, 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 bing. Very important part. Of course. And then they will play the game for free in the tent. And what it is is AR technology. So if you are familiar with augmented augmented reality. There you go. Augmented reality. So you are looking through your phone and you are seeing the world as it is. Uh, But we have designed and developed these little ghosts uh, to fly around the queue line tent. (laughs) And it is your job to capture that ghost, uh, a la Ghostbusters. Um, and, of course, big nerd over here from the 80s, so big Ghostbusters fan. Uh, so you capture those ghosts by pulling the trigger, and if you capture the most ghosts in the shortest amount of time, you get the highest score. So what we've done is we've, we've created this system where our audience now is capturing ghosts in, in the line. They're having a great time. They're competing against each other. They're sharing the results on social media. They're giving us their emails willingly. Uh, <laughs> nice. and, and we've got all these actors, our, our actual Q-Line actors, now have easy targets because all the audience is distracted by capturing ghosts. Are you giving out any kind of prize, perhaps, for somebody who has a high score? So when In we, theory. When we beta-tested this at Hell's Gate Haunted House, we did. We gave out a $200 prize for the high scores, and all you had to do was share the screen capture of the ghost you captured at Hell's Gate on your social media. Wow. And we looked for the high score and awarded that person a prize. This sounds like a, this sounds like a can't-lose situation. It's a, a, for a, you know, for very little, you can just have your 
they may not even want to go in the haunted house. They're having too much fun in the queue line. Well, and that's just it. We just talked about the queue line. That's it. That, that's just one part of what Go Ghost Hunting sure. can do. So uh, there's more. Wait, just wait. <laughs> there's more. It can also cut through a tin can, a tomato. No. Uh, with Go Ghost Hunting, we, we basically have uh, an entire setup for you. So when you do purchase Go Ghost Hunting here at the Trans World Show, you get the one beacon. It's only one tiny little beacon with a battery to drop in your tent. That's all you need. That's all the hardware. That's all the wires. One tiny beacon, a little bit bigger than a silver dollar. Now, the box also includes nine more beacons. So on your off-season or if you're having private events or parties, you can place these beacons throughout your haunted house now. So now people can walk through your haunted house with no actors and be hunting ghosts. And the fun part about this, too, is when that ghost appears... The phone starts vibrating, the lights start flashing, scary music happens. So it's its own show in your own phone device. Uh, you don't need the audio or the lights from anything else in the haunted house. So we've used this at Hell's Gate too for private parties, private events, and they get to walk through the haunted house and play this game without me spending a ton of money on actors. I love my actors, but I like to use them where they're gonna thrive. Go Ghost Hunting gives a nice show, a nice distraction, and the actors get the easy scares. Now, uh, another uh, uh, partner of ours put this outside his attraction, and this is the third thing you can do with Go Ghost Hunting, is he built a little, just like fenced-in area, real simple, real simple gravestone props, and it was a $5 upcharge to go in there and hunt ghosts. And he called it a second attraction. And now people have this whole other attraction to do after your attraction, and they're paying you more money to do it. And giving you the email. And, and, and this is the big thing, kids, uh, especially new haunters out there. Your customer emails, the data is gold. This is how we market in the 21st century. Absolutely. It is digital marketing. Go Ghost Hunting is continually populating your email list with willing, willing subscribers. <laughs> no longer giving you Big Bird at AOL.com. They're actually telling you their real emails because they want their scores and they want to show their friends that they beat them. So at the end of the day, it's great for a queue line. It's great for a walkthrough attraction. It's great for a second attraction. But the most important thing is this game, it, it, it's masquerading as a game, but what it really is is data collection. Sure. Data collection, data collection, data collection. It's, it's only $1,999. So if you look at Transworld, left, right, as far as you can see, how many of those pneumatic props... Or, or body props that you pay $2,000 for is making you more money every night. How many of those props that you drop two grand for is bringing more money into your bank account every night? Uh, and and I, challenge, I challenge any prop out there. And I say, go ghost hunting is going to make you more money every single night you're open. I'm, I'm still disappointed it won't cut through a tomato, but, but we, maybe version two. <laughs> we'll we got work R&D that. working on it, <laughs> we'll you know, work, who knows? We'll beta test that for you. And I think the fun part, too, is like being here at the trade show. You know, we had three ideas you could use Go Ghost Hunting for. We beta tested those ideas. But the creative minds in this haunted house industry, which has always been my favorite part about this business, they're coming up to the booth going, oh, I could do it with my hayride and do this. Oh, I could do it with uh, Michael Book did it with his danger run where people are going around. So it's like they're coming up with new ways to use this product before it's even launched across the country. And that's the thing that's exciting us is all the other ways these creative minds can use Go Ghost Hunting. Because like I said, it's simple. We use the audience's cell phones. They have their own hardware. And you have Bluetooth beacons. 
battery operated, no wires, no hassle. And they are tiny. I'm looking at the box now. They're, they're perfect. So for people wanting more information about this or Zombie Army, as, uh, you know, you guys do Days of the Living Dead, you guys do the merchandise, Hell's Gate, all the haunted attractions and things that you guys are involved with, but especially Go Ghost Hunting, how can they get more information with websites, social medias, etc.? I would say go to GoGhostHuntingApp.com. That's GoGhostHuntingApp.com. Okay, and for Zombie Army Productions? ZombieArmyProductions.com. We've been here forever. We'll still be here. Nice. Uh, one last question. Where's your Packer sweater? <laughs> that was great, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. No, it's, uh, we like to say that, uh, you know, we're not sore losers here at Zombie Army. We are men of our words, even if it was uh, the humiliating shame uh, of having to wear Green Bay Packer sweaters in our booth for the entire Friday to honor the bet with our Green Bay Packer fan haunt owners who, God <laughs> darn it, could they be got worse. us good. They got us good. They got us good. It could be worse. You could be a Carolina Panthers fan like me and just wallow in shame every single <laughs> just, year. Just like, what's going on? <laughs> John, it's always a pleasure to speak Very to you nice here at Zombie Army you. Productions and everything. Once again, folks, GoGhostHuntingApp.com. Check it out. It looks like it's going to be a neat little moneymaker, and this could be something that these guys have invented that will maybe chase, change the face of the haunted attraction industry. Who can say, but it sure sounds like a lot of fun. Once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger here at Trans World in St. Louis, and we're out. Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. To see more of our products and services, drop by darkimaginings.com. Let us help you get ahead of your competition. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Drew Badger, and this is Deadline News for episode 237. And, like we've done way too many times over the past couple of years, we're going to start off with some sad news. This comes to us from the Red Vane Haunted House in Richmond, Virginia. If you visited us last October, there's a good chance you saw our friend Patrick Borka. He was part of our build crew and our security team and would often greet you the moment you arrived on the tractor. Patrick joined us over the summer and was insistent he did not want to act, despite being one of the biggest characters himself. He was always quick with a witty comment and a dad joke, and despite all the stresses of the year, reminded you the importance of a good laugh. He loved working on the mechanical props and helped us reach opening night, completing numerous important projects. In any given moment, you could peer over and catch him doing a quick dance and, who knows, maybe singing the jam of the night. Patrick was always prepared with the right tool, a great idea, a helping hand, or even a toast. Last week, COVID took this motorcycle-loving jokester away from us at the age of 47, and our Red Vane family is feeling his tremendous loss. Our hearts are with his daughter and fellow, fellow haunter, Bailey, and his wife, Mary. Although we see the end in sight of this pandemic, it has left a permanent mark on many. We ask that you be mindful in your decision as restrictions lift so that one day see an end to the loss brought on by this disease. 
May October's screams be loud enough to reach you. Rest in peace, Patrick Borka. The Big Scary Show sends its deepest condolences to the family and friends of Patrick Borka and the Red Vane Haunted House and offers up this moment of silence. We have this news from the Danger Run in Louisville, Kentucky. Danger Run is a scavenger hunt style game played in the car where you will be hunting to discover real haunted places around Louisville. And for 2021, we are looking for unknown, real haunted places and legends around Louisville. Of course, we know the more common locations, but we want to hear the stories and legends that you grew up with hearing or experiencing. To qualify, you have to include the physical location and tell us the story of the ghost, monster, or history that makes this location so scary. If you have a personal experience with that location, even better. Give us your campfire story and make us sleep with the lights on. Every story will be entered to win $50 in gas and a gift card for a free pizza. And your story may even be featured on this year's Danger Run. The winner will be drawn on May 31st. Good luck and happy hunting. Submit those stories at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash danger run. We have this news from Castle Blood Haunted Attraction in Monessen, Pennsylvania. Hey, all you creepy peeps, there's a brand new show coming to Castle Blood June 4th and 5th. We missed so many events over the winter, we just can't wait till the fall to see you all. Reserve time tickets are already on sale and we've lowered the price for reserve tickets for this one event. Tickets at the door will also be sold. Get more information at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash castlebloodhauntedhouse or at castlebloodhauntedhouse.com. We have an update to Days of the Dead coming to Indianapolis. It is with great pleasure that we announce the addition of actor and musician Alice Cooper to the guest roster for Days of the Dead Indianapolis happening July 16th through the 18th at the Marriott Center Indianapolis. Alice Cooper has experimented with a number of musical styles over his 50-plus year career, including art rock, hard rock, metal, new wave, glam, and industrial. He helped to shape the sound and look of heavy metal and has been described as the artist who first introduced horror imagery to rock and roll and whose stagecraft and showmanship have permanently transformed the genre. He is also known for his wit offstage with the Rolling Stone album guide calling him the world's most beloved heavy metal entertainer. Away from music, Cooper's a film actor, a golfing celebrity, a restaurateur, and since 2004, a radio DJ with his classic rock show, Nights with Alice Cooper. For tickets and more information for Days of the Dead Indianapolis, go to daysofthedead.com. We have this update regarding the Texas Haunters Convention coming to Mesquite, Texas. This comes to us via Sue Gray. Hello everyone, the Texas Haunters Convention will soon be here July 17th and 18th. The Chamber of Haunters will be having a silent auction at the convention where a portion of the proceeds will be awarded to Don't Be a Monster, a very worthwhile cause. We are looking for donations to the silent auction. Get your company name or haunt name out there. No donation is too small. 
Your donation will be displayed on a large table at the Chamber of Haunters booth with a card identifying your company and or haunt affixed to your donation. You can either mail your donation to me or bring it with you to the convention. And it's a tax write-off, people. For further information, please call or text or email me. Thank you all so much, and may the haunt gods be always in your favor. Please leave a message if I happen to not answer. It's haunt building time, as we all know. Thank you, Sue Gray, and her number is 903-918-3889. Email sue at graystonehaunt.com. That's gray with an A, graystonehaunt.com. And, of course, more information about the show can be found at texashauntersconvention.com. We have this news from the 13th Acre Haunted Attraction in Monroe, North Carolina. Do you love to scare? The 13th Acre is hiring actors who love to scare. If you're interested, please email us at haunting at 13thacre, that's 13thacre.com, for more details. You can get more information about the haunt at the 13thacre.com or facebook.com slash the 13th Acre. And once again, that's 13TH for 13th. And finally, we have this update from VFX Creates. We're running a post-Trans World limited time sale. Get the most of our bungee props for 15% off regular price through May 31st. Some are as low as $191.25 each plus free shipping. Be sure to use coupon code Second best 15, that's 2ND best 15 when ordering. To take advantage of this special offer, visit our website vfxcreates.com slash shop dash vfx slash bungee dash line. Remember folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show... Email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It is Drew Badger here once again. It is Sunday, almost afternoon here at Transworld. Things are slowly starting to wind down. But yet people are still buying, people are still selling, everything is still going great. I'm over here at the Von Caron booth with Tom. He is our very first sponsor to ever come on to the show, and he has graciously renewed for yet another year. Tom, how you doing? I'm good, Badger. How you doing? The, the show has been fun. It's just nice to have a show again. Yes, it is. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people coming in here checking out all your line of the straight jackets, the medical stuff, the rock star jackets. You've got a lot of new stuff here that we haven't seen in two years. Uh, yeah, we made a bunch of new stuff for the show that got canceled. And, uh, Postponed. Right. Sad. We had a bunch of new masks, so sorry, it's our fault. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've got new items. We had a couple of clown suits that have been popular this year. The new rock star, the Alice Cooper mock-up. It's been popular. Yeah, we've had a good year. And, you know, speaking of Alice Cooper, you know, he, he didn't tour a long time because of COVID, but it looks like he's making dates now and everything. So I assume that he'll be wearing your straight jackets and stuff on con in concert. It'll still be out there. He keeps tearing them up every show. <laughs> he got, he's got one he's been dragging around since the beginning. It's 10 or 12 years old now. He just 
but that that should be a, a, a sign that's good quality, yeah, right? Yeah, if Alice Cooper yeah. can't tear it up in 12 years. Yeah, he has several, but uh, he can't tear up the first one. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now I'm over here. You know, you can see the distortions booth, and over here you've got the almost Cooper thing. We we've talked to uh, talked to him earlier this show and everything, but it looks like you've done a little business, too. He's uh, buying a jacket from you. Yeah, some he, he just bought a new Rockstar jacket. The Rockstar jacket is a, a pretty accurate mock-up of what Alice wears with a Velcro closure on the back. So you can rock is that star. so it, it'll just pop made, right out? Yeah, it's made for rock stars. Nice. Like, almost Alice. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I notice you've got some really cool masks here. Are these, you know, I've seen a couple actually people walking around the floor with these as... Um, you know, especially like the one with the eye holes here. These are, uh, what are these? Are these canvas? I, or bur- I can't even tell what these are made of. Those are the same fabric that I make my uh, psychosurgical coat out of. It's the same heavy twill okay. um, to go with those costumes. And uh, she made it. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, the eye hole ones are a little more, of course. But like I said, the, these were all pre-COVID, so... Sure. I mean, it's almost like you were predicting something like yeah, this would happen. I mean, you can they look like giant surgical masks, but they have eye holes on them. They, Some of them with, um, I guess those are steel grommets. Those are actually plastic snap rings. Oh, okay. But, yes, they are made large, so you can pull them up over your whole face. And what is this this orange thing here that covers the entire head? I, I mean, I've seen, I think I've seen these at your booth before, but, man, it's just... It would just be very creepy to see somebody with that. You're right. That's called the Nogenheider. Uh, I make it with or without eyes. The eyes are actually steel grommet, and uh, they they're made. I can make a rig for the jacket, so you can actually snap them on the jacket and pull them up over your head. And and it's just as creepy as. And you've got some without the eyes. Are you able to see through that at all? Not without the <laughs> eyes. No. Oh, My favorite is the one with the hammered out eyes. You buy a regular one to hammer out your own eyes, paint them up. Those are, those are kind of cool. Very nice. And in addition, you've got the psychosurgical jackets, which are always cool. Um, yeah. I'm looking over here, the, the clown stuff. What is this with the chains? Is that a straight jacket as well? No, that's extraneous. He, he changes periodically. Uh, the chain rigs like that, uh, I just keep doing weird stuff to it, <laughs> you know, and then people like to see something different. I have sold a couple of those this show. They're Excellent. usually not very popular. That chain's kind of bizarre, but... I think people are just looking to buy stuff now. You know, they a lot of the haunts made money last year when they were open, so they've got some money in their pockets, and they're just looking for cool things. And, of course, you guys have some really cool things. Thanks. Thanks. So for people wanting more information on Von Caron, you know, whether it's the jackets, the clown outfits, these really creepy noggin hiders and the, the, the masks and, and basically everything else that you make out here, where can they get more information with websites, social medias, and all that? It's uh, I do not do social media. I'm sorry, You're folks. You're probably a very smart man for not doing <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> but you can go to voncaron.com. It's a little slow getting reprocessed right now. I have a guy working. Um, but voncaron.com does still have our original collection on it. Excellent. Um, further information to come. All right. So we'll be looking at that. V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N, voncaron.com. Tom Sowers, always a pleasure to have you here. And again, thank you so much for your continued support of the Big Scary Show. Big Scary Show. There you go. Once again, folks, this is Drew Badger for the aforementioned Big Scary Show. And we're out. Greetings, listeners, listeners. and welcome. welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. torso. It's time. It's time. For between, for between the, the corpses. corpses.
Greetings listeners, Meat Hook Jim here, and on this episode of Between the Corpses, we are going to the South American country of Peru. Christianity is the most common religion in Peru, with 76% of Peruvians identifying as Catholic. For this reason, most people follow Catholic afterlife beliefs, along with some traditional customs. For example, traditionally people believed that the soul was bird-like and could fly away during sleep. If it didn't return, the person passed away. When someone dies, their family dresses and places the body in an open casket. The casket stays at home or in a church for a few days for mourners to pay their respects and bring flowers or food. It's more of a celebration of life, as everyone shares stories about their loved one while eating snacks like coffee, tea, sandwiches, and cookies. Close family members may even sleep near the casket so the loved one isn't alone. For a Peruvian funeral, there is usually a Catholic funeral and burial service. Everyone wears black and receives a small funeral gift, such as a photo or a bookmark. Then there is a funeral procession to the cemetery. In larger cities, they decorate the hearse with flowers, while in smaller cities, they may carry the casket instead. The gravestones and mausoleums have elaborate decorations and paintings to represent the deceased's life story. The gravestone paintings first started in Chilca, Peru, and then spread to the rest of the country. For mausoleums, families can bring the items to decorate with, and most above-ground cemeteries have windows or gates to protect these items. Traditionally, they design caskets to protect the body in case a soul ever returned to the body. They use materials such as clay, stone, wood, iron, or a hollowed-out tree. After the funeral, everyone goes to the deceased family's house for a meal. They may serve goat, rice, coffee, toast, cookies, and wine. Sometimes this meal also turns into an all-night party with drinks and celebrating who the deceased was. Loved ones honor and remember the deceased long after their funeral. The deceased's immediate family members regularly place fresh flowers on their loved one's grave site and visit on special occasions such as holidays and death anniversaries. On the one-month, six-month, and one-year death anniversaries, they have a mass to honor their loved one. They also don't attend parties or any other celebratory social events during year one of grief. Well, there you go. We'll catch you on the next episode. Are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction? HauntPay has the answer. We skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like, such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots, variable ticket types, bundle and combo tickets, social media discounts, and now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door, as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night. Head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free. Dirty Ted, meet me at the morgue on the Big Scary Show.
Hello, everybody. Drew Badger. We're here at Transworld in St. Louis. And, of course, you can't have a show like this without the voice from hell, Mr. Dick Duryun, who has some very interesting news, always has something in the works. May or may not happen, but how are you, sir? Greetings, mortals and others. I am splendid, and I am so pumped to be back at Transworld. Isn't it nice to just have a show? Man, and not only a show, but... The show. What a show. Um, You know, everybody I've been talking to as I've been walking around, be they vendors, be they haunters, there's just this feeling of optimism. People are spending money. People are making plans. This is great. This is really what we needed. This is the the vaccine right here. (laughs) This is it. That, that would be. It would be so awesome if all this fog was like actual like sterilizing liquid and stuff. They could just coat this entire place and technically vaccinate us all. Well, if only some forward-thinking, fog-making company would make a sanitizer fog, I think we'd be all set. Well, maybe we'll have to talk to... Anyway. We will talk about that. So, fresh off your, you know, grand appearance as several Transformers, the voice of Little Caesars... The one-man play, which re-aired over the holiday season for yeah, a Christmas Carol, which my Next kids, season, touring, so. my kids who hate watching things like this, loved it. Were absolutely oh, captivated, great. including my daughter, who's minoring in theater. That is loved amazing. It. That's a great compliment. You might have some. I don't know how to describe this. It, it's Halloweeny. It's not. It might be something even more. Well, it's a complete part of this balanced breakfast. Oh, my. Let's talk more about this. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> if we can. I mean, it's only a 50-year-old icon. Well, we can. I haven't signed an NDA or anything yet. Um, I, When I got off the plane in St. Louis to come here. Literally Literally, literally got off the plane, checked my email, and it was like, okay, this is nice. This is nice. I booked three sessions in the coming week, three voiceover sessions. Oh, and here's an audition from my agent for Count Chocula. <laughs> so, we'll see how that goes. Well, best of luck to you, my friend. You know, if anybody can pull off Count Chocula, it's got to be you. And the well, monster, I am the master of chocolate sweetie bits, after all. And the monster cereals are just, you know, such a cool thing to see. You know Halloween is coming when they start hitting the grocery stores. So, who can say? Is well, it even up? General Mills is gearing up for Halloween in May. Well, you know, there, there's... Already uh, Skittles that are Halloween flavored. There's Ghostbusters stuff that's coming out, candies like and Kit Kat sticks. They make make them green or something, something like, like that. A, yeah. Which are already coming out now, which is great. Wow. You know, listen to the news. <laughs> nice. We have that kind of stuff. You know, never too early to talk about Halloween foods. Exactly. So, exactly. anything else coming up down the road? Will there be another season of Transformers, Cybertron, or any of that? Not to my knowledge, but. Uh-huh. Things can change. We'll just have to see. Uh, I was very pleased to see that uh, Hasbro released a figure of my character, Mac Adam. Uh, they did a build a figure out of it, so you had to buy like eight Transformers to build me. But it's worth it, man. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Of course it is. And I have yet to add it to my collection, but you can guarantee that will happen soon. I'll even sign it for you. Oh, you're too kind. So anyway, possibly the voice of Count Chocula coming soon. And you heard it here first. Yes, this is breaking news. heard it here first. You, yeah, if we'll, we'll play it. We'll just see what happens. Okay. But, uh, of course, let us know when the papers are signed and confirmed and everything. When everything is sealed in chocolate sauce, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> if they need somebody for Booberry, you know, 
You have my number. Blueberries, of course. Blueberry cereal. And Frankenberry as well. Can't deny the little pink marshmallows. The strawberry sweetie pigs. Well, I'm now. I'm now hungry. Well, we won't even get into yummy mummy and fruit brute, but that's okay. Dick Terhune, always a pleasure to have you here. Congratulations on all the successful things that you have done for this industry. For people who may actually be in a market that you're not in yet, you own a haunted attraction and need some voice work, how can they get a hold of you? It is extremely easy. These days you can uh, either go to my website, dickterhune.com. That's Dick, the way you would normally spell it, T-E-R-H-U-N-E.com. You can hear all my demos there, including my haunted voice from hell demo. You can contact me, and I will be happy to help you with your haunted advertising and marketing. Speaking of which, last question, will you be at any other conventions this year teaching that course? Uh, I will not be at MHC. I know that because the date change made it impossible for me to. And I don't have anything else on the horizon. But you know what? I'm going to be back here next season. Excellent. So be sure if you get a chance to watch one of his seminars, they are absolutely worth it and are just really cool. And for a while, I was part of one, which I liked. (laughs) (laughs) And could be again. Oh, who knows? Dick Terhune, pleasure to have you here. DickTerhune.com, voice from hell, the master of Halloween voices. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Drew Badger, a loyal minion and only has like 1% of his talent. But we're here at Transworld, and we're out. Ohio Haunted House owners, actors, and enthusiasts. Join the new Ohio Haunters Association. We are working with haunters across the state, from home to pro, to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. Hello everybody, Drew Badger here on the floor of Transworld in St. Louis and one of our favorite guests and a very, very dear friend of the industry, Mr. Alan Hops is out here sculpting, making monsters, having a grand old time here with Stiltby Studios at his displays. Alan, how are you, sir? Uh, I am doing great. I'm, uh, it's been a great show for us so far. I've got to teach some classes and uh, we have an expanded booth this year and all that's going very well. And the hair looks like it's growing long again. That was the first time I met you. You had pretty long hair, and then you went short for a while. It's looking good. I definitely developed a COVID do, and <laughs> I'm just going to you know, keep it for a while. I like having long hair. Uh, just didn't fit my lifestyle for a little bit, but uh, I'm pretty comfy with it now. Nice. Very nice. So you're sculpting a bunch of new stuff out here. But from what I understand, you've got some new things. You know, we, we've talked about it before, the monster classes that you've been holding. And uh, looks like you're going to expand upon that a little bit so that you can sculpt even more monsters with more people. Uh, absolutely. One of the things that I have found is the joy of seeing what others create. And there's always been this veil of mystery over sculpting and molding and making monsters. There's just there's a... There's a knowledge barrier, and I I really want to help people get past that because as soon as everybody knows how to do it, then the only thing that makes us stand out is our ideas, and that's what I want to see is other people's ideas. So uh, to get more people making monsters, 
Uh, we do have Monster Camp, and you can go on our website. We have a few open slots right now for Monster Camps coming up this year. Uh, we also have some scheduled for next year already. And then you can get on our mailing list. And on our mailing list, you can find out about upcoming Zoom classes, which will be starting in the next couple months, where I ship you out everything you need to either paint a mask or sculpt a mask. And then um, together uh, over Zoom, we can work on that. So you don't have to come to Texas. You can do it from the comfort of your own little shop or desk or wherever you want to work. I was going to ask, how, how does one do a Zoom class with making materials unless they had to go out and buy themselves? But you actually ship that to them. That's a brilliant idea. Uh, a big part of this was we developed our own paint for latex masks and props. And we now sell paint to help fix props and to help paint masks and repaint masks. Uh, because there's, again, a knowledge barrier of how what kind of paint to use. So now that we offer the paint, I can ship them out the colors they're going to need and almost just like Bob Ross, do a paint-along. Okay, everybody, break out your masks and pull out your blood red. Let's make some happy little monsters. That's right, some happy little gore spots. Nice. And um, you don't have to be specific on this, but what are the costs of Monster Camp and these upcoming Zoom classes, and does this have a name? Uh, Monster Camp itself is the original Monster Camp is a half-mask camp. And that is $550, but you're here for three days. You have to cover getting here and your hotel. We feed you. We take care of that. It, it's worth it alone to have your wife cook. Uh, it is pretty good. <laughs> and then um, it's pretty much three 12-hour days of sculpting and then molding and cleaning out the mold. And then uh, Sunday, you pull up a mask out of the mold and you paint and finish it on Sunday. So you leave with a finished mask that you made under my instruction. Very nice. And how about the Zoom meetings? Does that have a name yet? And what would be the cost on that if you have that figured out? Uh, I'm hoping that it, the Zoom is going to be whatever the cost of those materials are, plus about 50 bucks. Okay. So I think it's going to be right around the hundred, well, uh, $200 mark is my hope that I can get it in for that price. Okay. But is that going to be a full weekend or just like a one session? Uh, that'll be the first ones we do, we mask painting, and those will be one sessions. Okay. Very nice. So what's new at Stiltbeat Studios these days? You know, I've seen a lot of people in there. You've got everything out there, masks and accessories and all this stuff, costumes and things. What's, what's brand new for this year That or some things that may have been new last year that are now back this year since we did We definitely like try to fill holes that the industry needs filled, like things that are just missing. So uh, this year we're the only vendor on the floor with lift boots. Why, why aren't there other lift boot vendors on the show floor? So we sell those in our booth for, for your guys' costumes and creations. Um, we're the only company right now who has paint for latex masks. So you can fix your old props to get them looking new again. Uh, we also came out with our Harry and Scary line, which is based, it's like Build-A-Bear Workshop, but for monster costumes. They are fur suits, but they're, they're long. It's not fun fur. It's really long hair all sewn onto a suit. So it's much cooler than a conventional uh, fur costume. Um, and But the look is beautiful, these long-haired suits. Um, and we have a bunch of different colors. And uh, you can we can do all kinds of different masks with them, masks and gloves, 
We could put them on stilts. It's like a Build-A-Bear workshop, but for monsters, for haunts. Gotta love it. For people wanting more information about Monster Camp and the upcoming Zoom meetings, as well as the catalog filled with stuff from Stilt Beast Studios, and I assume you still have the YouTube channel and you're still doing the classes like that and all the cool things, how can people get more information, websites, social medias, etc.? So the easiest thing to do is go to StiltBeastStudios.com, StiltBeastStudios.com. And then, of course, there's StiltBeastStudios is my YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us on there. And we are StiltBeastStudios on almost every type of social media platform. Nice. Alan Hopps, always a pleasure to speak to you, my friend. I wish you nothing but more and more success as more and more people learn the ins and outs of mask making. I'll let you get back to sculpting this really creepy thing that you've been doing all weekend. Well, actually, probably the third or fourth one you've, cre- you've created this weekend. Third, third one. <laughs> third this is one. A scare so crow, like a giant crow head made of vines. Y- you gotta love it. Once again, folks, Drew Badger here at Transworld in St. Louis talking to all the cool kids. And we're out. darkest reaches of the earth. This is a Haunt Minute. And now, with this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, so the Olympics are around the corner, and that puts a focus on Japan. And Japan always has strange and innovative ways to entertain and do stuff that you wouldn't normally see. So... One of these innovations that they're going now actually is in the haunted attraction market. And that is the Screambulance. Um, It might lose something in translation, but it is literally an ambulance that is a haunt. And it travels around, you have it come up, and they put you in the back. And it's an immersive thing with actors and 3D stuff and sound and stuff. It pretty much sounds like it's, you know, like a mobile last ride, but, you know, the back of an ambulance instead of the inside of a coffin. Uh, A little tough to tell from the website and stuff, because it's all in Japanese and and different, but, you know, seems to be something interesting, but, you know, leave it to Japan to come up with something absolutely crazy with that. I mean, you know, the the nearest thing I'd have with something like that in New England is the clambulance, because who doesn't want a nice, you know, clam chowder at the uh, beck and call. But yes, the mobile haunt. This is some of the things that we'll probably be seeing innovation, you know, sticking around after COVID and everything. Uh, you know, the, the mobile haunt. And, you know, it's not too bad if you think about it, and especially what you do with lines and stuff. For the low, low price of 9,000 yen, about 82 US, they'll show up to your place and you'll get the Screamulence experience. 
definitely something to take a note of, and, you know, who knows? That might be something we might see some of the others in our haunted attraction industry trying out here in the States. So until next time, keep every minute scary. I wonder what the siren sounds like on that thing. Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. And in the meantime, share your opinions on the Big Scary Show Facebook page and on Twitter at Big Scary Store. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown, reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. There's been one great disaster after another. First came the theme, then the birds. There was the day the earth stood still, and the day the earth caught fire. If it didn't come from another world, it came from beneath the sea. But now comes the greatest disaster film of them all, The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Can nothing stop this tomato onslaught? Yes, disaster fans, Killer Tomatoes. And the more you try to stop them, the messier things get. (laughs) The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. With a cast of 3,642, the most terrifying movie ever, says Better Homes and Gardens. See! Attack of the Killer Tomatoes! The first disaster film that's truly a disaster. Rated PG. Hello everyone, Drew Badger here. We're at Transworld in St. Louis and... Unfortunately, a few weeks ago, we got some very somber news. A very good friend of the show and a friend of mine, Steve Kochi, was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, doctors say it was terminal. So we don't want to bring any, everything down here, but from what we're hearing from his friend Miles, things are optimistic. He's doing well to treatment. But, uh, Miles, how are you doing? Doing good. Glad to be at the show. Glad to be back here this year. Was a little nervous to come back without Steve. But uh, Steve said... Miles, you got to go. You got to see everything. You got to send me pictures because he's still interested and he wants to see what's going on. You know, Steve was a master at creating animatronics. He had YouTube videos and he had books and all kinds of stuff. So he was supposed to schedule. He was scheduled to teach classes, but he had people fill in. That is correct. Um, a few people, uh, Ed stepped in and the owner of Fry Prop stepped in to cover his classes. Um, I understand those went very well. It's a very positive thing. Steve was grateful for that. What what do you what is the uh, the word at this point? You know, you've talked to him like today actually. So how's he doing? He's doing really good. He's optimistic. You know, uh, it was pretty grim in the beginning. Steve was able to find a new doctor and got a totally different outcome on this. So um, he's doing really well. He's in speech therapy and he will be starting some radiation treatments and some chemotherapy, and um, that will pro- prolong his life. Um, at this point, they're not really sure how long. They've give, they've went from three to six months. They've now given him two years, and that could be extended indefinitely. So it's really good. We're really positive. And, and he's had so many friends in the industry. You've actually got a way that people can send him messages, well wishes, good thoughts, positive vibes, all that stuff. That is correct. You guys, if you, uh, if you want to send me an email, you can send it to Miles Dudley, M-I-L-E-S-D-U-D-L-E-Y, at Outlook.com. You can also go to DIY Animatronics Group, 
or DIY Animatronics on Facebook, and you can post your messages there and your videos there. Um, and you can also go to DIYAnimatronics.net, and um, that is Steve's personal website. You can get additional information on there, and you can uh, send your video, send your well wishes, your emails, whatever you want to send to Steve. He would love to hear it. Keep it upbeat and positive, and we would be grateful. You know, Steve's always been such a great friend of the industry. Everybody loves him and all, and, you know, you don't, you don't get a talent like his that often. So everybody, send your best wishes to Steve at the addresses listed there, and uh, you tell him that we're all pulling for him. That sounds good, and I appreciate this opportunity, Drew. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Once again, folks, Drew Badger here at Trans World in St. Louis, and we're out. Toxic Zombie. Toxic zombie. Stranger Things on the Big Scary Show. Here we go. Hello, folks. Drew Badger here. We are live at Transworld in St. Louis, and it's always good to see the man Brian Dembski, an amazing artist, an amazing creator of. How do you describe this stuff? Uh, I can't, so I'll let him do it. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. It looks like the show has been good for you. You've had people standing around talking to you and looking at all the stuff. I'm assuming that they are very interested in. This, I'm vaguely gesturing over at all this, like, really, really creepy stuff. Now, 
I remember years and years ago, you were really into the steampunk thing, and it, it, it looks like it's evolved a little yes, bit from correct. steampunk. Well, what I'm trying to always do is keep one step ahead of most of the uh, other artists or vendors, uh, not only in uh, here at this show, but just in general. I've uh, evolved into uh, constantly into different uh, looks, different aesthetics, and um, a lot of the look that I have now, if you look around, is you know kind of uh, most post-war German war. Uh, Bloody, it's, it's definitely got that 1930s, 1940s yes. kind of just creep factor to it. I guess, you know, noir type stuff. Yes. Uh, there's a genre of music called Diesel Billy out there. So I guess diesel punk, punk like and diesel all that. Punk. Like, you know, the guys that walk around in the fedoras and the long trench coats and everything. Correct. But this is kind of a real noir of 1950s black and white film. You would almost see this in a monster movie of that. Yes. I, I also, when I do my booth, I try to set it up to a point of uh, you're walking into like an old uh, antique store, if you will, or maybe this is the lab uh, of the, the crazy German doctor right. or whatever it is. So, you know, you can look for hours of all the details that are even around and laying around as uh, paperwork and stuff like that from uh, pharmacies and old uh, photos of people in gas masks, uh, pieces of literature from uh, German medical books and uh, oddity photos, for example. Here's one here I have. Um, and oh, it's wow. a two-headed baby in a, in a jar, and it's in a museum of some kind. So it's like some weird uh, doctor or person has collected these, and this is his world that's in here. Um, you'll find uh, everything is very authentic. I don't use really anything that's replicas, really. Or any kind of cheap kind of uh, materials and so, stuff. So, like this military jacket on this, you know, I'm, this kind of a cyborg kind of thing with wires hanging out of them. This looks like a genuine army surplus yes. jacket. Yes, it is. Uh, here, this is a, an early 1900s casket. Um, it weighs uh, probably about 200 pounds, just a casket itself. But the skeleton inside is uh, an authentic Odd Fellows costume. Oh, wow. Uh, casting of a real human skull and skeleton. This isn't just something you're going to go buy two or three uh, uh, boots over or anything like that. Um, this here is a, a, a uh, replica of a uh, exploded skull, so it's anatomically correct. So you can see yourself that how cool it is that it's all broken down and that way you can uh, use it as a medical uh, device to, uh, I, don't know, I guess do your surgeries and things like that. <laughs> this is all just a whole bunch of really creepy, creepy props and everything. You've got, you know, heads in jars. You've got, you know, half bodies here that look like they're hooked up to wires. You've got people in old-time wheelchairs. you got things with, like, bug things coming out of their heads. It's yes. just it's just delightfully twisted. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this particular piece right here, um, it's a young boy who's uh, had a medical... Uh, mishap, if you will, at it, <laughs> and he does have these are actually molded and cast from a king crab. Oh wow! So they're just alien-like, and it's just splitting out of his head. It's beautiful. Uh, this grandfather clock, for example, how is, old is this? This this, this this is probably you know from the twenties, thirties. I've painted it up and added a few things, but it's big enough that I could put a uh, human body in this. He's been uh, autopsied and, and experimented. I have pictures of old Europe, European doctors doing experiments and stuff and all the 
torture tools are in there, and so it's this curiosity of of putting his experiment inside a right. grandfather clock. Oh, the, the concepts are just amazing, and, and I love all this, and I'm sure it's freaking a lot of people out who yes. are kind of going, ugh. I wish, they, at this. I wish I got a quarter for every time they said this is my favorite booth because <laughs> I could probably pay for my booth next year. If I had a quarter for everybody that yes. said that about us, I'd yeah. probably yeah. have yeah. like 12 and a half cents. I don't know. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> but for people wanting more information about Dembski Creations, uh, you know, some of this stuff, catalogs and otherwise, where can they get that information with websites, social medias, etc.? Yeah, my uh, website is www.dembskicreations.com. Um, I do a lot of uh, my social media on uh, Instagram, so that would be the, probably the best place to get it, uh, in touch with me and uh, message me. And my uh, Instagram is uh, Dembski Creations. There's and no that's D-E-M-S-K-I Creations. Yep, that is correct. And um, will you be attending other, any other shows this year? No, this, this is pretty much it. I'm pretty uh, busy for the rest of the year. Nice. And then... I'll start up in December and start assembling and finding all the pieces I want to do for 2022. Uh, a horrible problem to have. you got so much work you can't go to any other shows. But, Brian, always a pleasure to have you here on the Big Scary Show. My name is Drew Badger here at Transworld, and we are out. Ready to dress up your show? Need to pump new life into old props? Just want to show something no one else has? Do what Alice Cooper, Distortions Unlimited, and A-list haunters all over the world do. Wear Von Karen. Durable, handcrafted, dependable, year after year. Von Karen. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Von Karen.com. V-O-N. C-H-A-R-O-N dot com. Hello everyone, Drew Badger. It is Sunday at Transworld. Things are winding down. God, I'm sleepy and tired and everything. But, you know, a couple shows ago, maybe just a show ago, we were talking about Transworld first-timers. We had a couple first-time customers and somebody who had never been to Transworld, Maximus Bryant, who is actually here with us right now? So it'd be interesting to get his thoughts on uh, on his first time at Transworld Maximus. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm I have a hard time believing that it's Sunday already. Uh-huh. I mean, the last few days have just kind of blurred together to me in a lot of ways. But I'm awesome though. <laughs> yes, we've we've talked about how awesome you were before. So. <laughs> You know, we, we had hoped to uh, get a camera on you as you walked into the building and, and seen all the stuff, and unfortunately I wasn't able to do that, so hopefully somebody else did. But uh, you hit the tra- trade show floor for the very first time. What were you what were you seeing and, and what was happening? So I was following around the uh, the owners of my haunt and because they let me kind of follow them and see what they were doing. I mean, I'm looking at the eye candy, but I'm also looking at how they kind of go about making decisions for the haunt and how they see things and that sort of stuff. So I feel like as soon as I walked in, my eyes were going up and they were going left and they were going right. And I'm, I'm just trying to take it all in. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to look for vendors that I've heard of, but never seen and all that kind of stuff. It, it was, I felt overwhelmed a bit at first. So it was fun. <laughs> but but now you're settling into the wily old Transworld veteran status here. And, you know, you're cool and calm and collected. And the loud noises and the scenic stuff just isn't, you know, throwing you for a loop apparently now. But uh, so what were, what were some of the things out here that really, really were cool from the eyes of somebody who had not been here before? 
And, and yes, we can talk about the organ. <laughs> the organ was really cool. It I mean, was. I mean, it's this organ that, you know, you play it, and as you play it, fire's coming out of the pipes. Um, I do play piano, so I went up there and played it myself. I played uh, Undertaker's theme, and I even played a wedding march, and it just, it was so cool. Uh, uh, that, that thing was pretty neat. Um, I also really liked seeing all the masks the silicone masks at uh, CFX and Immortal that like like you see them on a catalog sometimes or on the website, but then actually seeing them in person doesn't do it justice. No, it doesn't do it. There justice. are masks at the Dent Schoolhouse. Yeah, but only like you know a few, not like a whole catalog and and different variations of them. And the fact that you can like um, uh, uh, customize them and everything. Uh, seeing the stilt, um, the stilt. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stuttering, walkers. but the, the stilt walkers from uh, Dead Rabbit Studios, those are really cool looking. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised at how much cash and carry I saw at this show. My impression was that everything was just going to be orders, but you see sold tags everywhere. This, this is a different year, you know. In a typical year, there is a whole lot more orders than cash and carry, but, you know, a few people still do it. And I, I'm assuming the rules have been a little bit lax because of, you know, people need to make money this year because a lot of them did not last year right so and i've talked with a lot of vendors i think um you know a lot of them have said that they had a fantastic year and a lot of great responses and a lot of them are happy because many of them are not having to take a lot of this stuff home with them um it's i mean i'm seeing just so many great masks and stuff and i i've uh, i've gone to the owners and of uh, of my haunt and been like hey hey hey, can you buy me this can you buy me this (laughs) there i mean there was a hammer that had pumpkin seeds in it and i portray a character called pumpkin smasher and i was like i want it i want it i want it and they give me give me give me give me, give me. well they sold out by like uh, lunch on on thursday but i bet you they're taking orders i yeah i can maybe do that that's definitely a, it's this is this has just been amazing to see and everything that's out there and i've also gotten to meet so many great people and talk to them and uh i i just I feel like my haunt family has grown a little bit, but it also makes the industry feel a little bit smaller, more nice. uh, friendly like that. And you probably ran into some people you knew from other haunts, and for, you know, with your involvement in the Ohio Haunters Association, a lot of people from Ohio here, so it probably was nice to see a few people you may not have seen in a while. A lot more than I thought. Like, even Ohio vendors and, uh, and so many haunts, and I get to talk to them, kind of see what their mind is, what they're seeing, and, you know, we kind of have shared a few ideas here and there. It's 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 just I don't know. Uh, it's cliche, I, or maybe I don't know. It's weird to say that it's like a haunter's dream, but I, I my heart feels full at the end of all this for some reason, and I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna very much look forward to a, another show, or you know even maybe next year. I said on your show that I, I felt like I would just come this year just to see it for the sake of seeing it, but now I want to come back. Yeah, we got you. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the family, so to speak. So. Max, it's a pleasure to get your first-year thoughts here. I'm sure we will see you again at Transworld in St. Louis, where hopefully we will be next year, hopefully without wearing all the masks and everything. My name is Drew Badger, and we're out. T-Virus, kill her tonight on The Big Scary Show.
As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios, Dark Imaginings, Fright Finder, Hot Pay, Creepy Collection, and Von Caron Productions. We would also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse, as well as the Forga hosts, including Storm, Ransom Moore, HauntMinute.com, Badger, Actor Trainer and Consultant, Rabbit Badger, Org. Meet Hook Jim. Check out his other podcast at WrestleHorror.com. And Jerry Vane, the Haunstrumentalist. JerryVane.com. And finally, you. Without you, the listener, we are nothing. The Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on The Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves.